0: Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to session two. Thank you so much for sticking with us and for coming back to listen to session two. Just a reminder that this audio is still pretty shaky um, in the sense of echoing and it being a little more difficult to hear me than I would like for it to be. But again, we solve this problem next episode, so stick with us through this one and I promise you won't have to deal with crappy audio anymore. But again, Thank you so much for being here. So I'm really pumped for you to dive into session two, because you can already feel a shift in Monica's confidence. Um, I just want to read you a little bit of something she had messaged me in Basecamp, the um, program that we share all of our conversations and documents and files and to do's in between sessions together. And what she said in there is that it keeps blowing my mind that I did so many things right. And here I am standing still like, "Hmm, what can I do to be visible? And then I do nothing. And I realize it's been such a constant struggle even though I know what I was doing. So what she was really realizing along the way was that she did have a process for building these two other businesses. She has really created a lot of success and it is super applicable. So seeing her have those breakthroughs in Basecamp as she broke down her process and her thoughts around it was so amazing, and I think you'll see her confidence shift in a new way in this episode. So thank you again for listening, and let's go to the session. Perfect. So feel like I know where you are, where you're at, because we've obviously been communicating a ton in Basecamp, but I would love for you to just kind of start with like a little update brain dump for me, and then we'll dive in.
1: Okay. So super excited. I think that Basecamp is just a game changer, like so organized, um, able to stay on top of the tasks and things that were start or that we, you know, you assigned to me and those kind of things. So I love that you use that.
0: So I love that Monica mentioned how much she was loving Basecamp because it is a tool that I am obsessed with using with my clients because here's the thing. Coaching is amazing and results from coaching are phenomenal, but the truth is her business will only and ever move forward in between our sessions. So having that connection in that way to stay on top of to do's conversations, celebrations, questions, and to move through things in between session is so powerful. And the thing I love most is that we get to be adaptable to our clients pace and timeline through that. So what happened with Monica, is that she actually did work through her process quite quickly in just a matter of a few days. Now, it doesn't mean that she didn't really spend time thinking about it, but she actually spent a lot of time over those few days diving in. We went back and forth on it quite a bit. And by then she was kind of ready to move on and do the next thing. And so Basecamp was such a useful tool at that point because she didn't have to wait till her next session or just guess and do something, you know, that maybe wouldn't have jived with the strategy we were working toward but we were able to put our heads together and decide what was next for her in Basecamp. Now, some clients might even go slower and we might realize they're not getting their to-dos done each week, so we pull back and actually change the timeline. And then again, some are like Monica and they end up moving through an assignment quite quickly, and then we can change the timeline for that. So just know that that communication in between sessions really helps you match your client's pace and timeline and adjust it to them instead of them having to be on your timeline. I'm super excited.
1: Everything just feels so like easy, unforced and like authentic, which is great cuz it's not like you're trying to fit me in a box and be like, "Hey, you got to, you know, you got to get a Facebook ad out and blah blah blah." And like for the first time it's like building a connection last week with like two people that I'm going to jump on a call with yeah. this week was actually fun. And that was like the first time where I was like, "Wow, I could help these ladies and I wasn't, you know, you're not trying to niche me into a corner kind of thing."
0: I love that. Well, and I think that like that is, that is actually how you find your niche, right? Like you're going to put out this content that really fits you. You're going to talk to people. You're going to dive in with them and you're going to start to notice, wait, this is what I love the most. This is what I'm the best at. And then the niche thing is like not a thing, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But when we try to pick it before we've like had any experience or done anything, like it can feel so... Um, kind of grabby, right? And so I love that you're enjoying this instead of making it be like, well, yeah, yeah, I'm having fun, but what's the big? It's like, this is the thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I was so happy that Monica mentioned not feeling like she had to be put into a box to really niche down. I kind of think of that as like picking a major the second you enter college. Like you kind of have to have the experience a little bit before you know what interests you like. I don't know about y'all, but I changed my major like six times. So what I think that can happen when you get into this industry is we want you to pick a niche so fast before you've ever really dove in and done some of this work. So what I really want Monica to be able to experience is Nishing in the sense of her own process and something she's passionate about, and then getting to do these sessions and getting to grow and evolve through that without feeling this tremendous amount of pressure to pick a super specific niche initially when she hasn't even gotten to do the work. So for you, if you're listening to this and you're feeling resonance with this, I just want to give you permission to pick the thing you're passionate about, to figure out your process and to start doing the work and evolve along the way. If you wait until you have found that perfect thing, it will feel like you are waiting forever because nothing will ever feel like the perfect thing because you haven't done it, right? You haven't had that experience. It's like, I don't know if I like going to Paris unless I've been to Paris, right? And so give yourself that chance to have the experience before you feel all this pressure to pick a niche immediately. Amazing, so tell me a little bit, about how you're feeling content-wise. Like I know we communicated in Basecamp and you know you've really hatched some of it out, but overall like I know you planned out some of your days. Like how did it feel? Did you start to write it out? Like where are we kind of with that process?
1: Um it felt really easy and and then taking it a step further to title everything so I know what I'm gonna be talking about it all felt really good. It's nice to be organized. I still have to now do it. And I think that's where before it would kind of be like, Hey, well, you know, do this and then just go do it. But it's like, I'm actually at the point where it's like, I know exactly what I'm going to be doing. So it's so much easier just to zone in on one week or one day and just, you know, put all that out there without every day, always needing to figure out what I'm talking about. So I'm super excited. Now it's just actually getting the content for each week done.
0: Yeah, actually, I'm glad that you said it like that because there's something I want to add about that that we didn't get to talk about in Basecamp and just like kind of a way I want you to bring this thought process to the table. Uh, One of my friends, her name is Amy, and she's amazing, she's an artist, and she always says creativity needs containers, right? And so I want you to think about having your theme for the week for your content, knowing how you plan your post as, you giving your creativity a container so you can start getting inspired like next week you're already going to know what your theme is so you write the content for this week it's done it's going out and then this whole week you're getting inspired for next week and I think that that can be a little bit of a rub that people find along the way with planned content as they're like oh but where's the inspiration and so I just want to make sure that we like focus on that too it's it's not that it shouldn't feel exciting or inspired it's just that you have time to cultivate that inspiration and to focus it instead of being like oh I was like inspired by like whatever you know seeing the ice cream truck today in my neighborhood and then it gets harder right but if it's like I'm inspired on the topic that I have been planning to write about that is sort of a game changer so does that make sense yeah for sure so you can just, you know, like I always keep like a little notebook with me or whatever. And it's like, I know what I'm talking about the next week. So by the time I get to the time that I'm writing it, I've already been thinking about it for a week. So it writes itself really quickly, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. That'll, that'll help a lot.
0: Cool. But like the structure is feeling good. So we don't want to take away the structure. It's just that we want to make sure that like piece of like following your inspiration is so part. Right.
1: Yeah. Which brings me to a question. So I had started, you sent me week three of the value centered sales, and it all, like, it makes sense. I love how you're breaking it down. And I don't know if I'm jumping far ahead now where I'm like freebie, because before it was all the transition, the pivot. So I haven't even started to, like, you know, redo the copy on the website or any of that. I really wanted to, like, follow a process. But at some point, it's kind of like I'm going to need. So, so in the sense of like niching again, I think it was like week one or week two of the value centered sales where you would get someone on a free call, but you know already what you're going to help them with. And so I had jumped into these two calls without a plan. It's just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we chatted, I knew they needed help. So I just offered to help. And so do you like, where do you see me? Like, what do you think I should do in the sense of like, is it time to do a freebie any copy or do we just continue kind of going and then that'll all become clear later?
0: Yeah, I think that's a great question. So the first thing I just want to like remind you of because I, you're, I'm probably going to remind you of this every call and you're going to be like, oh, why did I say that tomorrow? I'm kidding. But one of the things you said um, in the first session was that every business you've been successful and you knew what you wanted, but you didn't really know how you were going to get it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it can be easy to like watch value centered deals and be like, oh crap, I did this strategy session and I didn't know what I was doing and maybe I did it wrong totally the opposite, like, so awesome that you were just like, hey, I'm going to lean into this, right? And now it's good to have a different perspective and be like, oh, I see how I can be more strategic about it, but I, I want the lesson here to be that it was so awesome that you leaned in and then we can add strategy on top of it instead of, like, oh, shit, did I mess it up or did I, like, jump too fast? No, Kay. right? Like, do things before you're ready. That's, <laughs> like, right. that's the win, right? Okay. Uh, but, With this in mind, let's talk about um, what what led to those calls. So I think it was that you talked to them about something specific that they needed help with. Is that right? Yeah. So it was the first
1: time where – so these were new people coming into my group, and I reached out to, you know, the last couple people just one-on-one in a message – asking more about them. So it was the first time where they've said, like, they're at the beginning of their business. And I felt comfortable to be Mm. like, shit, yeah, like, I could help you out there. Hey, I know a lot about
0: this. I don't know if you know. but
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so it it, it was all very, like, natural. And it's like, I just really want to help them and see, you know, what I can do. And in the same time, I'm getting practice too. So it just, it was all really fun and felt really good and not so, like, structured. You got to get, you know, seven people on the phone if you want to make three sales. Like, it was nothing like that. It was just like, hey, let's see where I can help you. You're in my group. I'm going to give you a free call kind of thing.
0: Perfect. So here's what I would say. The thing that I think is really um, valuable to bring to a free call is like a really specific focus. Mm -hmm. Because I think that a lot of times we can kind of get on a free call and like almost like keep all of our fingers and toes crossed that we can give them this transformation. Mm -hmm. And like, listen, sometimes we just can't get there in a free call where they just have this like, massive transformation when we had no direction so Mm -hmm. to speak and then also I think what can happen is they're like oh my god I have Monica on the phone so I actually am just gonna like spitball you a list of 20 questions instead of it feeling like an actual experience of coaching with you so since you know what their challenge points were because you've already had this conversation with them I think that's what you translate it to so let's just make something up say one of them is Messaging like they were like, Oh, you know, I'm like really struggling with my message. Does that like have they been specific enough to that?
1: Yeah, yeah, like they're both starting out. They one of them for sure wants to leave their nine to five, so it's very much starting, getting those clients, and like building it up. Like, I don't even know if she's had a client yet, it's just it's brand new.
0: Okay, perfect. So then you can kind of open that call with like, Listen, like you're brand new, you're wanting to leave your nine to five, like, I'm so pumped to support you on this. I'm going to be real with you. We're not going to figure out how to get you to leave your whole nine to five in this call. What feels like the biggest challenge okay. point for you right now? Okay. Right? And then she can say, whatever. Messaging, picking my niche, you know, I don't know, putting out content. I'm just making stuff up, right? Yeah. And then you, you get to be kind of like the director of, like, amazing. So what I want you to walk away with this call from today mm-hmm. is feeling really clear on your message. Does that feel good? Perfect. And what... What's really valuable about that is that what we're trying to build in free calls and strategy calls is this know, like, and trust. And like, so what you're doing by going, hey, let me figure out what's up for you. Like, let me, you know, like get to know you beautiful. And then let me make sure that we get there. Well, what they're seeing is that I can trust Monica. like She says, we're going to do something and we do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that makes it so much easier to want to work with you instead of like just kind of having a call and then being like, she's awesome. But there's no like, yeah, we had a plan. She said we were going to do something. We did it. And so to invest money for her to help me with my nine to five yeah. starts to feel more like a no brainer as opposed to like, you're cool. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So it's just you being really directive. And that's the only reason um, in value centered fields we pick a specific topic is so that we can develop that like hey i I say i'm going to give you this and then i give you this kind of trust right yeah and also it really takes the pressure down for you because you're like okay cool we're just talking about messaging i'm not answering 500 questions and jumping all over the map and us both feeling kind of scattered right
1: yeah yeah
0: so does that feel easy kind of like narrowing that down at the beginning or does anything come up around that
1: No, it's it's it feels really good. It makes sense. And I think like so before I have done some of those calls and it's been very much of like, let's just do it all in an hour, and then you know it's all you're all cloudy and you walk away kind of being like, Okay, that was good, but like, oof, like they've got a lot of work to do. So I like, you know, one focus, let's just focus there and that's it.
0: Perfect. So then I think that the next piece is figuring out like what would be the next offer, right? Like what's the next so to speak. And I feel like in your head, (laughs) so let's just put it out here in your head, you could get like, wait, but is the offer the next step? Or should I do that now? Or like, am I jumping too far ahead? Am I not far enough? You have calls. We're going to make sure you have something to offer them. Does that make sense? And this is that like being adaptable. Like if you didn't have calls, would we build your offer this week? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Mm -hmm. But you have people (laughs) to talk to you. So we're going to give them an offer. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So what I really think is a valuable thing is to have kind of like a, a step in offer, so to speak, or like an entry Point that feels like a no-brainer and that's something I could say yes to pretty easily. So to go from a free strategy session to a six-month package sometimes when I haven't gotten to know you over the course of, you know, a lot of time it yeah. is a big jump. So we want to think about like, okay, they're new. I'm probably maybe the first coach they're ever going to hire, let alone even get on the phone with maybe. Mm-hmm. What's like that easy step in for them? So I usually think something like an intensive okay, 90 minutes, two hours, whatever we can talk about what that might be, but some kind of container that's like short, but meaningful, I think is usually an easy win because for them it feels like, Oh, I could try it out. And for you, then you get a chance for them to buy from you and try it out. So it's kind of like a win win, right? Okay. Yeah. I've never thought about that. What have you thought about Like, what would be your gut instinct? Would it be like, Oh, I should offer a big package or like like you, that's is your tendency to offer anything <laughs>
1: <or>? <laughs> the only thing that like I have ever like been like, okay, I'm gonna coach would be like a three month thing because mm-hmm. you know it's new, it kind of it like you said, way easier than six months right now, um both for like me and someone else because they don't really know me, right? But I've never taken it a step closer and been like, okay, hey, well, what is is there like one step before a three month, you know, to then get, you know, kind of thing. So I think that's really great. I've never thought about it. So it's all just very new. I think I was just walking into this one to, um, you know, get some practice, see if I can help them and then just like offer what I had, which would have been like a three month thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. So let's just do this for fun. And we're not, we don't have to do this for like every step, but this is just like a little bit of Uh, fact-finding and also a little bit of like reminder you know how to do this but like in your other business like what was your entry point of customers
1: um so starting out we would just have like a minimum charge right number of hours minimum charge and then and then you kind of go from there you get regulars and and things like that so very much (laughs) So like in a tense, yeah. it, right? In a way, it's
0: like this much time. This yeah. time as a try-on, and then we yeah. let contract with you on. Yeah, time, right? totally. So this is just a good example of how you can keep going back to that. It doesn't mean yes. you did everything perfect there, and that we have to use everything you did. And it doesn't mean there are new ways to do it, right? But it is that idea of like, oh duh, I, of course I gave them an entry level offer. It was a minimum, meaning like. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, sure, I'll, you can pay me like 20, for a 20-minute session. No, like we're going to commit yeah. to something here. Yeah. But like you get to have a taste of it first before you're like, great, I'll hire your company for a year or whatever. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. I love that. So here's the part that um, we're going to play with. So for an intensive, I also like to give a really specific result because that's what makes people – continue through your process and continue to see that, like you say something, you deliver, you say something, you deliver. And it also makes them feel really safe in the process because they know what they're paying for, as opposed to like, just get on an intensive with me. And it's like, well, listen, I like you. I'm feeling you. You're doing a good job. But like, what does that mean? Right. Yeah. Um, So we want to create some safety around like, here's, here's what I'm offering you. Here's the outcome and that kind of thing. Without, you know, having to put these clients in a box yet, because obviously they're getting on the phone with you because they want personalized support. So I think we'll do two things. One is with these people in particular that you're giving these strategy calls to, I want you to totally personalize the intensive to them. In the future, I think an ideal thing would be to pick a specific topic for a strategy call and then pick a specific intensive that funnels off of that, right? So, like, I'm just making something up. But, like, if your um, strategy calls were on messaging and then your intensive was on, like, you know, uh, niching and marketing from there, like, see how it's, like, step, 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 right? And then your program is, like, bringing all of this together and taking it five steps further. So we kind of need to build out that type of funnel at some point. But for right now... I think that you get to kind of trust yourself to, to personalize these. So you're gonna personalize the strategy call when you get on it because what they need most. And then depending on what happens in the strategy call, you're gonna personalize the intensive. So you're gonna say, hey, listen, here's what I think we could do in this intensive. It's 90 minutes, it's gonna look like this. Here's what you need help with. So the upside of that is that I think that there is nothing more effective in sales than personalization. Downside of that is you're gonna to have to think on the fly a little, right? Yeah. <laughs> how are you feeling about that? Are you like, okay, I'm pretty good at that, or are you like, oh, that feels kind of stressful?
1: I, yeah, I'm. I feel good about it.
0: Cool. So I think that the thing here is just like the more present you can be and the more you can pay attention. Like you're doing. How long did you set up the call for? Uh, Forty five minutes. Cool. So you're doing a whole forty five minutes. You're going to know exactly what their next step is. Exactly what they need help with. Right now, in the future, again, it'll be more helpful to have some of that structure. Yeah. But this is just a really good opportunity to like build that self trust that we've been talking about. Where like, mm-hmm. I just I know how to make it apply to them. Like, I can yeah. make an excellent pitch. Right. Yeah. So talk to me for a second about your previous business. What What were you good at as it relates to sales? Like if you were to say like, oh, like I did sales well because dot, 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 like what would be the answer there?
1: I think starting out. So being like an introvert and very shy, I think just being forced outside of my box to make it work because I needed to make it work really Mm -hmm. pushed me in a way where I had to get out of my comfort zone. And so it was just day after day, like out of my comfort zone, my first few clients, they would call and I would book a, an in-home estimate and I would literally drive there like the day before so I could account for like trains or traffic so I'm on time. I knew where to park in their driveway like it was like obsessive. Um so <laughs> once I got like over the fear of like showing up, it was like I knew what to do. So I just had to get get um comfortable communicating and so it was in a way that felt good. And once once like every little step got better, it was just I knew my shit. I knew what I was talking about and I could, you know, if they have questions, I can answer them. So it just all always felt good because I just knew what I was doing and what I was going to give them. Does
0: that make sense? Totally. I mean, I think (laughs) I have a whole nine module sales course and I'm pretty sure you just hit the the gist of it on the head, which is like (laughs) be confident in your shit and convey it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because that is like people want to buy your confidence to a certain extent too. Right. So whether that's here's what I'm going to do for your home or here's what I'm going to do for your business. Like I want you to be more confident than I am that you're going to be able to deliver that. Right. Yeah.
1: And I think, I think from our last call and like talking in the last little while about like me being able to help people and you really pulling the information out of myself, like without just telling me or making me do that research myself, it was like the biggest light bulb where For, you know, the last year I was avoiding startups because I just assumed it was an online startup that I didn't know, but all, everything comes back down to like the same foundation. And so for the first time I'm excited to be like, yeah, like let's get this thing off the ground and like make something sustainable. So I'm super excited.
0: For sure. And I think that it's just the point of you can look, so let's look at it this way. Did you drive into their house beforehand to account for it and to look at where you should park in the driveway and all that kind of stuff? Did that actually do anything for you or did it help you? Like, not really. Like, maybe
1: it helped me because yeah. I was like, okay, I'll be on time. But like, I mean, as soon as I get into the house, that's your starting right there. Right. So totally. So it
0: was like all this like preconceived issues or like mm-hmm. all the stuff you were trying to plan for. And it really had nothing to do with it. Right? No, not at all. So I think that it would be fun, a fun experiment, if you brought that to this call. Like, what if I didn't do any of the, like, stuff I would normally do up front? Like, you know, research the absolute crap out of them or, you know, develop all these preconceived notions about what they might need help with or what, right? Like, what if I was just, like, my, like, practice point here is to just show up as confidently and as securely as I possibly can on this Mm call. So that's my work. Whatever I need to do that. And right, like you thought before it was like driving and seeing where to park, but it didn't have anything to do with that, right? No. It was just like you developing that confidence. So I think that the thing with like having your first few calls is like you're already winning. Mm -hmm. Like no matter what happens on these calls, you've won because you made it happen and you're getting amazing experience and data, right? Yeah. And so... If you go into them with that like confidence and like presenting in that way, there's no way they're not gonna go well. If you go in kind of like, how do I do this right? <laughs> yeah. You know, how do I like really not screw it up? How do I park in the right place? So to yeah. Totally. That's what's gonna be a game changer. And since you already know what's made you feel good at sales, like mm-hmm. we get to skip past some of that initial, like, where do I park in the driveway stuff and just be like, oh, it doesn't matter. I just show confidence right? Yeah. yeah. So what does that look like for you? Like, are you like, I'm kind of already feeling that or are you like, I might need to do some journaling before a call or like what sort of is that?
1: Um, because I, I booked both of these last week, I've had all weekend to like, <laughs> <laughs> to really like, you know, just get relaxed about the process. Like you said, just know that I'm showing up and where before I would try to like have a checklist of what I'm going to talk about. And it's very much like, how like tell me about you how can I help and you know let's just let's just go with the flow so I think I think having like a weekend to just let it sit and simmer and like go through how I want to come across has has been good like if it was something where someone booked it in right now and I didn't have time to prep I think I might be a bit more like oh my god what am I doing but I feel calm and relaxed about it
0: and I love that I think just to like almost like wrap a bow around what we were just talking about exactly what you just said which was like I had the weekend to process who I want to be on that call, not what I was doing on that call. Yeah. Yeah. So who I want to be is somebody that's like present and there for you and wants to know how I can help you and wants to let it flow. That has very little to do with the practicality of like making a checklist about all the things she might need to touch on or need help, help with, right? So such a good reflection and such a good way to go into these. One of the things I was most excited about in this session was how Monica just went out and boldly scheduled those calls. I was so proud of her in that moment because it really showed me that she did have a shift our first session. Her identifying her expertise and her process helped so much because she started stepping into being sold on herself. That's something I talk about all the time in sales is that the first step is being sold on yourself. And I really saw that start to shift with Monica. The more she dove into her ability, her process, her experience in building two businesses before this. And so seeing that in her and translating that to boldly scheduling these calls was such an amazing moment because she did it before she was ready. She did it before it was perfect. She did it knowing that she would figure it out. And that confidence is what transforms businesses. Um, Okay. So let's talk about two things. I really want to talk about finished talking about the intensive let's price it that kind of thing and then the second thing is talking about actually delivering the pitch right okay so was that already an assumption were you like of course I'm going to pitch on this call or were you like "Ah, iffy
1: (laughs) um I think when I booked them I was I was just doing it to help and start and build the relationship even further but then after listening to your um like the unit three, it was like how it is the even energy exchange. So it's like, even if I didn't feel comfortable pitching, I could totally ask for a testimonial or something like that. Like something at the end feels fine. So it's kind of like, just what's it going to be?
0: Totally. And I think it's also, and I'm just like going to be picky with your words here for a second, you know, cause I think it's just a relevant thing to pay attention to, which is this idea of like it can't be both, yeah. right? Like, I can't just just want to serve and pitch, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, that's the new uh, place to lean into is that in my business, it can always be both. Like, I always just want to serve, and I always just want to build a relationship, and I'm always here for a sale, right? <laughs> Does that make sense? Where, like, those two don't have to be, like... um you know, in competition with each other, or like, you don't have to pick, so to speak, where it can be like, I'm so here to serve, but I'm part of me serving you is letting you know that there is more work that we could do. here, Right. A hundred percent. And I think coming out of like with
1: my last coach, how it was all about getting people on calls. And so that process never, like, it just never really felt good because I was missing the whole you know cultivate a relationship first it was just like call so it's like it's very much going back to like cultivate the relationship but now making it all feel really good and all one and and I think that's going to be a game changer instead of just like feeling pressured in one area where it doesn't feel good I mean you're starting with something that feels good but you're knowing that you're going to be able to offer something too so yeah best of both worlds
0: a hundred percent I think that um a call is a tool and it's a super useful tool right but if we're only using one tool to do a yeah. whole project, yeah, we're probably missing out, right? So I think that's what you're saying, which is like, I'm here for the tool. Like I'm not against calls, yeah. but I just recognize that there are other pieces to building a relationship, like having a conversation first, putting out great content, connecting yeah. with them in different ways, giving them a ton of value, blah, 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 right? So I think you're, you're spot on. Like, we're going to use calls and we're going to get you on calls, but The point is that we're going to build a holistic relationship with your people, Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Okay. So for the intensive, Mm -hmm. obviously we're kind of spitballing with these first two people. So I'm thinking like 90 minutes as a starting point because you're not – now what I might say is that eventually if we decide like, okay, the intensive is on this one topic, then we're obviously going to move the timeline around based on that, right? So I used to do a content planning intensive. I need three hours for that. Right. So like that is what the, the end result was what dictated the timeline. Mm-hmm. But since we're still exploring what that end result is, I think a 90 minute timeline is probably pretty feasible because you're not feeling like, oh, I have to like fill two hours or no. whatever. You're like, we can kind of like just take that next phase. Does that feel good or what comes up for you? Yeah. No, that feels good. Okay. So dun, 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 the, the, the question every new entrepreneur uh, <laughs> is like uh, over. I'm kidding. But <laughs> price, like what comes up for you price wise?
1: Um, to be honest, I've never like seen an offer like this. So I don't even know what they go for. Like, I don't even know where to start. Like I've only ever seen like three months, six months, 12 months. Like I've never seen it. Actually, I think I have been on your website where it's like a full day thing, but I've never seen like such a small little thing. So I really don't know where to start.
0: So let's play with it like this. What is your three month? Package? Um, what
1: are you charge for that? um, so that was something I wanted to talk to you about. Um, <laughs> um okay so obviously like entry entry rates is like three grand up front or twenty five hundred and so i had always been like yeah I don't have any clients but then going forward like like me like I felt okay like maybe getting a few at that but like I really want to bring everything I have so I really don't want it to be like well if you pay me in full there's the discount because it's like you're still getting the same thing and like I still want to show up the same so it was kind of like can't we just do like three grand three grand like you know, something like that. But then again, I've never sold a package. So,
0: here's what I always think about when it when it relates to painful. I mm-hmm. notice that with clients, <clears throat> some of my clients really want and like painful, like it's just yes. a personal preference. Okay. And some of my clients really like payment plans, and it's just a personal preference. For me, I like payment plans. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It just feels good to like get that monthly. Mm-hmm. payment. Listen, I am certainly not going to be mad if someone pays me up front. But like my point is, yeah. I think we all just like tend to gravitate a little bit toward one or the other. Yeah. And so what um, I would say is it's like this, right? If you're really looking to call in a lot of painful clients, then yeah, we're going to incentivize that because we're going to build it for what you most want to happen. Okay. If you're like, that's just unimportant to me, mm-hmm. then yeah, like we're not going to really incentivize that. The only reason I personally make painful a little bit less is because Mm -hmm. it simply takes less time for my team to manage Mm -hmm. that or or it used to take less time for me to check the invoice. Did it get sent? Did it come? Right. So I think you could do a small discount just Mm -hmm. in terms of like manpower. But yeah, like if that's not something that's important to you, like Mm -hmm. don't feel like you need to make it important.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. It was just kind of like, Oh, I think that's what everyone's doing. So
0: totally, <laughs> just throw me in that category, I guess. Yeah. So, okay. So three K three months, right? Yeah. So, and are you going to meet with people four times a month, three times a month, two times a month? Like what does that look like?
1: Um, so I really did like how you're setting up three weekly calls and then one week off. Um, I really like that. Another thing when I was thinking about this is like, if I'm not having like this free call, if it's like, and again, I've never had someone like apply, do a discovery call, but it's like, I would almost want to do like just one extra call at the beginning to kind of give it like a jump start. So kind of like the intensive where it's like, let's just like get this going and then start our three weeks. So maybe the first month is four, four calls and one of those being a longer one.
0: Okay, you're speaking my language. So I don't think I made this clear. So I just want you to understand why we're walking through this because mm-hmm. we want your prices to be in sync with each other. Meaning like it doesn't make sense for us to just randomly price this intensive mm-hmm. if it doesn't feel congruent and in sync with what we're pricing your three-month package okay. up, right? And so that's one of the reasons why we're walking through this is because, okay. again, if we make the 90-minute intensive $197, yes. but your three-month package, yeah. that, like, you know, yeah. anyway, I also really like the idea of starting with something, and that's actually I think exactly what we're going to do here. So anybody that does the 90-minute intensive, mm-hmm. what would be awesome is if we could credit that towards their program. Yeah. So basically, by the time they've done a 90-minute intensive, they've already made a down payment on it. I love that. Now, they can walk away if they want. It's not like they have to, but it's super incentivizing because we've just had an awesome experience with you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you already put a down payment. Like, we've already kind of started the program because so we start with a 90-minute intensive anyway. So if you want to continue, here you go. And it feels like just such a no-brainer at that point as it compares to, oh, now now I'm going to buy something in addition versus like I've already put money towards something I want, right? Yeah, that feels really good. Okay. So we're going to do a 90-minute intensive. So basically, for $3,000, we're getting approximately 10 or 11 calls. Like if we think about squishing the two together for an Mm -hmm. intensive, right? So we're, let's say, anywhere between like $275 and $300 for um, an hour. And we're not trying to price hourly. Certainly, we're pricing based on results. But the point is, we want there to be congruence. So that's why we're looking at that number right? Yeah. So for an intensive, I think it makes sense to do something around the 375 to 475 mark, right? For 90 minutes. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I love that you had mentioned like, and I could see how like new people coming in would be like, Oh, $300 an hour. Like, that's amazing. But you're right in that. Like, it's the results that you're getting them. So it's not just like, woo, you know? Um, and I love, and I love that you said that because it's also like, as an experienced business owner, I know that it's not, you just show up for a call, it's done. Like there's all the work in between. So it's like, not just that one hour, like you've got like a week of work that you're putting out for this, you know, $300 call or whatever.
0: One of the things we talked about in this session was Monica's pricing. I think something that gets confusing in our industry is that we don't want to charge based on hour because we really are giving a results and we're charging based on the result. but congruent pricing is so important meaning that the pricing of all your offers is really in line with each other and so even though we don't want to charge based on the hourly rate to find that congruent pricing structure charging based on result, but looking at the hourly rate is so key. So that's why we really broke it down into the hourly rate to make sure that what she's gonna charge for the intensive and what she's gonna charge for her three month package is really congruent and aligned with each other because it makes it easier for clients to say yes. It makes it easier for them to step through your process because they're not like, well, why did I pay so much for this and this is less and it feels confusing and then they wonder about the result based on that. Right. And, and there's just too many questions that come up. So if we can create that safety and that congruence in our pricing structure, it's so much easier to take people through a funnel and it's so much easier to walk them through the process. hundred percent. It's, it's the result and you're right. It's also the, the promise of presence, so to speak. Right. Absolutely. So for some of my clients in any given week, we might talk once. And then in the next week, if they're launching, we might talk every day. And they're not like, oh, but I have to pay more to talk every day or I pay less. No, it's just like the outcome is what, you know, they're paying for and my presence all the time when they need it or when they don't. And so that's exactly what we're thinking about here. If they work with you for three months and pay $3,000 and that leads to them getting three clients or leaving their job or whatever, well, that just way, 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 way more than paid for itself. And will continue to for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. So about 375 to 475 for the intensive. What are your thoughts around that? Is there like a number that's jumping out at you? Do you feel comfortable going lower? Do you feel like no, definitely higher? Like what's kind of just popping up?
1: Yeah. Like I think just looking at that, like it's fine. Like maybe just like 399, like just throw it out there, make it easy. Um, yeah, that feels really good and i love that we're breaking this down into one step cuz i've never thought about that it was always just like my coaching package this is all but it makes makes so much sense with this funnel where it's like i'm giving them you know the free hour and then it's like the one step up before and i love how now we're taking like you know oh well you've already paid for the intensive so it's kind of just like the next easy step i love how it's all just flowing that way
0: yeah okay so one important thing i want to say just because then <laughs> they're done that um, and didn't think about it in this way. Um, what you want to also do is is credit the intensive across the three months. Okay. So I um, found myself in the past, the first couple of times I did, I was like, well, oh, wait, they're only paying me like $200 for the first month now or something because I credited the whole intensive initially, which doesn't actually serve me long-term and actually doesn't serve them long-term because they get like one super low payment and then they go back. up. So does that make sense? Like you want to scale that out. So if it's $400 over three months, you take it off the top line of each month, right? Yeah. Yeah. So just saying that now. So if one of your intensive clients asks, you have like a a quick response to be like, this is, this is how that works. And it keeps it more even for you, for your books and for them and for their Yeah. Easier, yeah. I really think making all of your offers work together is such an important point to make here and is so key. For me, Like this truly is the funnel, is being able to help your clients step through your offers and walk through that process it is so important that they can see the next result waiting for them in your next offer. Instead of making your offers competitive with one another or trying to give them the same result in different offers or at different price points, if you can build a seamless funnel and a seamless offer transition that helps them move through it, like we did with Monica with the intensive being credited to the package, it is so much easier for the person selling and it is so much easier for the person buying. So, finding that congruence not only in your pricing, like we talked about earlier, but in offers that actually fully work together is so key and is such an easy win in sales. Cool. So any questions on that, does that piece feel good? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so the next thing I think that's kind of relevant to talk about here, and you tell me how much you do or don't feel like you need support around this area. Is kind of like structuring that pitch at the end, like selling them into the intensive, talking to them about it. Like what does that feel super easy right now? Does that feel like, oh man, I have a lot of questions there. Like what kind of comes up?
1: Mm Um, like, I don't have questions now. I know that I might, but um, I've just never done it. So I'm kind of just going in, like, just, you know, like, going with the flow and just doing it. And I think maybe after, like, the first time, I'll be like, oh, man, like, I definitely need, like, help in this area or, or something. But, like, as of right now, I mean, it's not really scary. It's kind of exciting because it's, like, a new step. Um, but, yeah, no, not really any questions until I think I've done it. And then I'm like,
0: oh, shit, I should have, you know, maybe <laughs> done something else. But. For sure. So let's think about it like this. One is, I think one of the best things you can do mm-hmm. is create safety, mm-hmm. right? I think sales and safety, when they go together, it's pretty uh, magical. So the way that you can do that is make sure you clarify at the beginning what's going to go on during the session and be really upfront. Like, So at the end, if, we, if you have a great experience and love to tell you more about how I work with my clients, does that feel good for you? So that they can chill yeah. the whole call. They're like, I know what we're gonna talk about. I know what we're doing. I know you watch some of this in Value Center Sales, so I'm not going through all of it, right? But that piece is so important, that yeah. creating safety. So like that's the only structure I really want you to take. Okay. And then at the end, mm-hmm. I really want you to make sure you recap based on whatever okay. you guys decided at the beginning was the outcome. Hey, so we <laughs> decided at the beginning of this call, we're gonna do x y and z and now you're walking away with x y and z like help them tie that picture together that what you came for you're walking away with right yeah. and then you can ask again so now i'd love to tell you about how we can work together more does that feel good for you so book ending it with those safety creating okay. um sentences yeah. it, it seems so small but i would say like that's the only thing i would focus on in this case, personalizing it and making them feel really safe during the call the rest whatever we can work out, but those things of like, just making them feel really comfortable and just making it super personalized are going to be the difference makers. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then the last thing I would say, this is one of the things Basecamp is super useful for is message me right after. Okay. Like, I don't mean like you got to report it. I mean, like, while it's fresh in your brain, yeah. you it out. be like, Here's what went well. Here's where I felt like I stumbled a little. Here's what she said. Here's what I'm gonna do next. Like if you can start looking at these calls as like data, data, data. Okay. And like diving into it, it's so much easier because sometimes what happens is if you wait until we're on a call next week, you're like, you know, I kind of remember what she said about that, but I kind of don't. And then it starts to feel fuzzy. Like what did I what did I actually want help on? So feel free to just like brain dump dive in right away because the faster you look at the data, Mm -hmm. the better you get. The more you're like, oh well, I'll just keep doing more. Well, that's good and I'm down with that. But like are we learning from each one is the thing, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I love that.
0: So, just like a processing of it, again, it's not like a find all the things you did wrong. It's just like, yeah. what are we learning from this? Yeah. Right? Yeah, find exactly. Find what you did right, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Cool. So exciting. Okay. So, as far as copy, I think that was your other question. Like, do I need to start redoing copy? Mm-hmm. That kind? <clears throat> I would say no. Okay. Because I think that you're still in process, right? So, like, I think we narrowed down a lot of things about what your process was, how you actually help people build businesses, how you built your own, that kind of thing. And now you're going to get on calls and have even more experience with that. Mm-hmm. I would love to say that's something we can revisit in maybe two weeks or so. And, and the revisiting may be like, it's time to write it. And it may be like, nope, we'll revisit again in two yep. weeks. Um, because the thing with copy is that it's time intensive. Okay. Right, and so what I mean by that is when when you and listen. So I've seen so many new entrepreneurs be here. So this is normal, but when you're re- rewriting your web copy every three weeks because you're like, <laughs> oh, I had a new aha and I had a new, experience, you're just wasting so much time. Yeah, right. Because rewriting is like days, and you're like diving in, and then you're like, oh, I forgot to do my content. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing, Right. Good point. So. It's not like we're not going to get there. It's just that I still think that you have space to give yourself clarity. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. So even after like a couple weeks of like getting that content out, I feel like you're going to really be finding your voice more.
1: Okay.
0: Right. And really stepping into that more. Is there anything that feels super incongruent that's on your website that feels like maybe a small change would be in order or it's just really the overarching message that
1: Yeah. So I think before we started this, I had jumped in and like got like the transition stuff out and just put like profitable business stuff in there, but it's all very just like vague. But I mean, at least it's not like three months ago. So I think, I think it's just fine for now. Yeah. Adding an opt-in would be fine. Like something I could use after, but like you said, until like I get comfortable talking about my content seeing what's sticking, I think that'll be the time to like make something good instead of wasting time now. And then three weeks from now.
0: So it was really important to make sure that Monica knew that web copy wasn't something she should get totally spun up in right now. The thing with something like web copy is that it is such a big project. It is so time consuming and we're not at the point where she has enough clarity that it would be worth that level of time investment, right? And so that's something we always want to be thinking about in business, whether it's money or time. Are we investing in the right places? So just like it wouldn't make sense for Monica to go spend a ton of money on Facebook ads right now when we don't even have a full funnel set up, it wouldn't make sense for her to go invest a ton of time in web copy right now when she's still moving through solidifying her process, when she's getting on more calls and getting more experience. So we will make web copy important but we will do it when it makes the most sense to invest that time energy and effort into it so we get the result on the other side investing time now without that clarity will not ever give us the result we want so we're trying to be very strategic about when to invest where totally so as far as like what to focus on this week i would say a couple things one is Really thinking about getting more calls, but I would go through the value centered sales um, week three worksheet of like, what actually am I going to pick the topic to be, right? So it doesn't mean you can't, you know, tweak that and play with it a little bit along the way, but just this idea of going in with like a topic specific thing that you can offer your people instead of um, having to personalize everyone, it's going to feel a little bit easier. And then the next thing I would say is obviously doing the calls and really like taking the time to review what happened. And then what I think would be ideal, and you tell me how you feel about this, is I would love for you to create some kind of event, let's say, I don't know what a better way to term that is, but whether that's a challenge or a live stream series or a video series or something where we're kind of serving a dual purpose. So I know we talked about opt-in. Well, cool, we can use it for an opt-in later, but I want it to be something where people can engage with you first, and then we can make it an opt-in after. Where I think so often our tendency is to like go make an opt-in and then like put it on the website and like hope it gets seen versus like, no, let's make it a whole thing. Like let's get people – engage live let's get your group engaged even more let's use it to grow your group even more Mm -hmm. and then we'll put it on the website as an opt-in but first we're going to like get a lot of excitement does that make sense
1: i love it yeah because i'm actually doing something with it and it's funny that you said that because i've made so many opt-ins that just got plugged in and then forgot about or like posted in a link but it seems very exciting to yeah cultivate that community more build those relationships but i'm also getting you know an opt-in at the end of it too So
0: right. We're trying to be about efficiency. Like, we're going to kill two birds with one stone instead of like building a whole opt in, then going, oh, you yeah, know, it'd be cool if my group was more engaged. Cool. Then let's build yeah. a challenge. And it just becomes a yes. cycle of creation versus like, I want you to create a small percentage of the time and spend most of your time promoting it and building the relationships. Right. Oh, I'm excited. I am really about this whole idea of killing two birds with one stone with this opt-in and this conversion event. I think that all too often we get ourselves really invested in something like an opt-in, an event, web copy that we were talking about earlier, and it takes up so much of our time, but we want to make sure that the time investment yields the result. So her time investment on a conversion event plus turning that into an opt-in yields a much greater return on that time investment than splitting it up or just doing one thing. So ultimately. The way Monica's life is structured right now, both being a mom of a small child and having two other businesses, as well as being a wife and a friend and a daughter, it means that it is absolutely imperative that we're making sure that all of her energy and time investments go to the right place and yield the biggest return on that investment. So that's why it is an absolute no-brainer to make sure that she can do a conversion event that also turns into her opt-in, that lives on and continues to work for her for a long time to come, because her time investments need to be so strategic and they need to pay off greatly, and that's exactly what we're making sure happens here. I think that um, what what seemed to work last time, and you tell me if this sales true, but I think what we kind of did last time was that you had a very clear and concise amount of to do's and things to think about. So. Mm-hmm. you're going to think about your assessment call you're going to build some of that out you're going to think about a challenge or a series or event or whatever build some of that um, out like write some of your ideas and get your thought process going and if and when that feels solidified we can give more to do than these yeah. and we can process yeah. through that but i think that seemed to be helpful last time where you started with a small amount and then we built as you finished Does that true, or do you feel like it would be more helpful if you had more to start with
1: no, I think that's great because then we're able to like add what's needed, right? So you gave me like valued centered sales where you probably wouldn't have gave it before, but it was something that was needed. So yeah, going, going with the flow is, it feels really
0: good. Perfect. Okay. So we're going to start with the assessment calls. I think that's your most important focus point is really like nailing some of that down. And again, don't feel like you have to be committed. Like I think sometimes that's what's scary about picking up a call topic is you're like, Oh okay. my God, but well, what, like, what if I get on these other two strategy calls and something else comes up? And I want to talk about that. Like, you're not like committed forever. We're just okay. like picking a starting point to draw people in. Okay. Um, and then again, next, like you can just do like a Google doc brain dump on what you're thinking for like an event, what even okay. feels exciting, what feels good. And really follow your excitement with that because okay. it's not like, I think so many people are like, but is a live stream series better? or Is it challenge better? The thing that's better is the thing that you're really excited about because you're going to pour into it. If you're like, Mm -hmm. well, a challenge is better, but I kind of freaking hate building challenges. I'd much rather be on live stream. It's just not Mm going to go as well. You know what I mean? (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So
0: really give yourself time to think about like, what's the ideal for like, what would I love to do? And then we can like put the strategy around that pretty easily, but listen to yourself first rather than like, going into that space, of am like, well, I've heard that challenges do this, or I've heard that live stream, like, shut all that noise out for a minute, and just be like, what do I want to talk about, and what feels fun, does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Amazing, okay, any questions for me, any other things popping up, any other things on your notes?
1: No, I just wanted to add the whole 60-day detox has been, like, a life changer, I think, oh. in a- <laughs> In the sense where (laughs) it's given me a chance to just like be like, no, Uh, like, because before I'd be like, oh, that's good. I'm going to watch that later. You know? So when, when it gets down to time to do work, there's always like a million things that I want to watch or listen to or learn from where it was like, you know what? No, I'm just not gonna, you know, just do that right now. They're going to be there after. And so it has opened up so much time for me to actually like sit down and work on the business or, like, plan or dream or all of those things where it's not, like, I feel like I need to keep learning, which was obviously an obsession.
0: Oh, that makes my heart so happy. Yeah, because I think you touched on a really important point, which, like, it changed your, your daily tasks in your business from consumption to creation, right? Yeah. The daily tasks in your business used to look like the task of consuming a ton of content. Yeah. And listen, it's not never helpful, but a lot of times it's less helpful than we think it is. Um, And it changed it to creating. Like you wrote all your business pillars. You wrote a whole week of content. You dove into your content plan. Like you got so Mm -hmm. much creation done, Mm -hmm. which I think is so cool to see, right? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. So thank you. I'm super Yay. excited.
0: Oh, I love that. Such a good update. And I love that you like experienced it so quickly. Like I feel like it would be have been easy for you to like go into resistance and been like, oh, all week I wanted to watch something and I couldn't. And like, you know, but I love that like already you're leaning into it and feeling the effects. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Amazing. All right, my dear, keep me posted in Basecamp. I'll put these to-dos in for you. Let me know how the calls go. And I think you're just doing amazing. So let me know what I can do to support you. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, Lacey. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Literally. I am so grateful to you for being part of our journey. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you for listening. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated.